It's the 10-Minute Healthcare Marketing Podcast with Tyson Downs. In every episode, we give you powerful, actionable tips to help you grow your business. We'll give you real-life techniques, methods, and strategies that flat-out work. The same stuff we use in our business every day to help our clients dominate their local search results and get more patients. We freely give this to you so we can help you on your mission to grow your practice. Our goal? To help you achieve greatness. Welcome to the 10-Minute Healthcare Marketing Podcast. I am your host, Tyson Downs, and this is episode 13. If this is your first time listening, awesome. We're glad that you've joined us. And this show is a production of Titan Web Agency. We produce this show for you every week, so be sure to subscribe. You can find our show notes and ask us any marketing-related questions at healthcaremarketingpodcast.com. Come back often and be sure to follow us on Twitter at Titan Web Agency. Now let's get to work. Like every episode, we'll start this one out with our dose of motivation. And the motivational quote today is, be the best version of you. I'm going to repeat that. Be the best version of you. Don't try to be somebody else. Don't compare yourself to a doctor down the street or a doctor that you see on TV on a regular basis. There's no reason to try to compare yourself to somebody else. What you see typically in yourself is your insecurities, your challenges, your flaws. And what we see in other people is the best things that they do. We see their potential. We see their awesomeness. We see how they dominate a market. And so it's really doesn't make too much sense to compare two things when one, we don't have the whole picture for both items. And in this case, we don't have the whole picture for you because you see it in a skewed way. You know, you see your imperfections and flaws and the other doctor down the street, you just see the good things of him. So don't worry about anybody else. You just be the best version of you. If you're the dentist that specializes in working with children that are afraid to go to the dentist, then develop that niche, develop that branding, develop that message, and be the absolute best that you can be. Don't worry about anybody else. Be the best that you can be. Okay, so today we are going to talk about how a doctor can connect with their patients. And I'm going to give you five ways that a doctor can connect with his patients. There's a lot of different things that can cause a relationship with the patient to go down the tubes and, and to cost you hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of dollars. And that can be things such, as simple as a secretary that answers the phone in a less professional manner. A patient that comes in on the wrong day. Maybe you have, you're redoing some painting in the office and it's the only day that you can do it for whatever reason and they're allergic to the fumes. Something happens and they cause a stink and it reflects poorly upon you. A patient mishears advice that you're giving to another patient and then they develop an opinion that is not necessarily correct because they didn't hear the whole story. Um, the list can go on and on and on. And if you're not proactively managing your relationship with your patients, then you're going to have a really hard time retaining those patients and creating raving fans, as I call them. And when I refer to raving fans, I refer 
I'm referring to patients that are so loyal to you that they can't help but tell everybody about the amazing service that they get when they come into your office. So how do we do that? Number one, we watch for warning signs. And many doctors that I work with, they tend to overlook this. A typical warning sign may be if somebody calls in and asks maybe for their, their dental records. You know, and that could potentially be because they're not happy with the service that they're receiving. Or they think that you're too expensive for a particular procedure. And so that, of course, is a good opportunity for a member of your staff to engage that patient and, you know, just to make sure that the service that they received was not only acceptable, but, you know, top notch, that, that it was an amazing experience that they had. It could be that they're requesting the records because they have a new job, new insurance, and they have to go somewhere else or they're moving. You know, there's a lot of different things, but it's important for your staff to dive into that just a little bit more to make sure that everything has been taken care of and everything's been addressed. So if there's warning signs, then you need to be aware of those and address those when you see them. Number two, be accountable. How do you be accountable? Of course, you know, owning up to any issues or mistakes is a good way. Many of us have received a survey at the end of a phone call or after an interaction with the company. And you know, those aren't the best way to engage and to see how the service that your office is doing, but they're a good thing that you should implement, at least test anyway. Being in the back of the office, a lot of times you don't see what's going on in the front or you're not 100% aware of it. So conducting follow-up surveys, whether it be by phone or email or postcard is a great way for you to be accountable for what's going on in your office and make sure that any issue is being addressed. Being in the business that I'm in, I work with doctors and, and healthcare professionals and I have my own clients and a lot of things are brought up that I'm not aware of initially, not only when I'm talking with my with the doctors, but when I start talking to their staff, you know, areas of opportunity that I see for them just based on, you know, how interactions are handled. Uh, number three is build relationships. And you're probably thinking, you know, I do my best. I have so many patients. I see maybe 10, 15, 20 a day. It's hard to get to know each one of them. And the other part of you may be thinking, yeah, I know that I need to, but I just, I don't have the time when I'm trying to build my practice. You know, once I am established a little bit more then I'm going to be doing that. No, that's not how it needs to work. You know, stop worrying about how many patients you have and build a personal relationship with each one. And when you have these personal relationships, then you're going to develop a level of trust with your patients that a competitor, you know, won't be able to penetrate. Just to give you an example from personal experience, I started going to a dentist. My family and I started going to a dentist when we moved to Tri-Cities, Washington, and we really liked this dentist a lot. When we were in there, he would talk to us about what's going on in our lives and we would learn about what's going on with on in his life. And when we would come back, he would remember some things that we talked about previously, which I thought was fantastic seeing how many patients he'd probably seen since he saw us last. And we're able to develop a relationship because he learned our interest. He learned the interest of our children and his staff was of course, you know, very engaging, very complimentary of our family and 
always made us and our children feel very comfortable. And he worked at building a relationship. And as a result, his practice right now is thriving. Number four, be responsive. You know, being responsive is easy when things are going good. However, when things start to get tough, a lot of companies shut up or they don't own up to the issues that are at hand. And that's what needs to change. There is a huge problem when you notice that there's an issue in your office and you're not addressing it. You know, those issues trickle down from the top down to the bottom. So you need to make sure that any issues that you have, whether it's patient relations, maybe issues with your office itself, just physical issues or anything like that, that you're addressing those and that you're being responsive to them and that your staff and your patients know that you're taking care of that. Number five, prove that you're worth it. And I'm a firm believer in when I work with my clients, I try to earn their trust and loyalty, just like it's the very first time. So I'm trying to prove my worth with each and every interaction and then between every interaction too. And you need to show your patients what you've done for them. I am not the best at this. I, I try to really do this as much as I can, but you know, there's always room for improvement. You could be the absolute best you know, ENT in the world and provide the most amazing procedures and that's available that anybody can do. You may do it with meticulous precision that nobody else can do it with. But unless you're communicating what you're doing and the benefit or value that you're providing to your patient, it's hard for them to see what they're getting. If they're seeing, oh, well, okay, he fixed my child's problems that they continue to get ear infections. Okay, well, great. You know, I appreciate that. But really, when you think about it, any ENT could have done that for me. But if you maybe just very briefly go into some of the techniques that you use, you don't have to get too technical, and some of the care that you use and how effective the technique has been, just to give you an example of a few things that you can do to prove your worth. And I think it's very important that you're doing that on a regular basis. It's not something that you necessarily need to brag about or talk up. But if you are able to prove your worth, they're able to see the value and the benefit even more. Okay, so the key takeaways for today's episode, to connect with your patients and to build loyalty are, number one, watch for warning signs. Number two, be accountable. Number three, build relationships. Number four, be responsive. Number five, prove you're worth it. And so there you have it. Episode 13 is in the books. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and subscribe. And we'd really, really appreciate a review on iTunes. And how about we connect with each other? You can find us at Titan Web Agency on Twitter and at Facebook.com slash Titan Web Agency. Have you considered hiring a company to market your practice online? If so, be sure to check out this free report I put together called The Consumer Awareness Guide to Choosing an Online Marketing Agency. Learn the exact questions you need to ask to ensure that you don't get ripped off. You can pick up this report at titanwebagency.com report. Be positive, be happy, and be proactive. Remember, your business, like life, is what you make of it. 
Thank you for joining us on the 10-Minute Healthcare Marketing Podcast. Join us at healthcaremarketingpodcast.com for recaps, show notes, and more resources to help grow your practice, dominate your local market, and achieve greatness.